People are eventually going to tell your story for you. And today, I have with me someone that feels like a generational kind of talent with what she does. The way she grabs her craft is very amazing to look at. I'm talking about no other than Ibukun Ajagbe. I'll be quick. How are you doing? Fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for the introduction. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. But you know you're good. I mean, it takes me a while to accept that, but yes, I acknowledge that I am. It takes you a while. Like I my mean, daughters tell me, I'm like, are you really sure? So there's some here and there doubt, but I mean, it's just one of those things that come and go. Yeah, but you've been doing this for eight years, that's what you said. This year makes it the 10th year, actually. I started in 2014, and yeah, so this makes it the 10th year. Well, that's a long time for you to still not believe how good you are. Why? So I didn't start out like this. If you watch most of my videos from way back, I was, I can't even watch myself. But I understand that that was a journey for me. And I know that I've harnessed my craft so well now that I'm a lot better than I used to be. Although it takes some getting used to to receive it and like so just so when people tell me how great i mean i know i'm great so when they, it feels like they're exaggerating like come on come come down come down but yes yeah, it's, it's always so honoring i always appreciate it to be honest all right so is that is it it has all been an humbling experience for you yes honestly that's the way i'll put it yes very humbling okay so since we're talking about humbling can we talk about your beginners like if I knew you when you were like five, four, what are the things I'm going to know? Five or four? Oh, I've, I've always been an exuberant child. I've been a happy child. I always wanted to do stuff. Like I was just in the arts. I was probably five or four. I can't really remember per se, but in my early years, I wanted to be a dancer and a singer. And I wanted to be so many things, but in church, I'll go and be dancing, I'll be singing. I won't have a song. <laughs> I had a song back then. Like, if I sing it, it's just so ridiculous. I wonder what I was going through at that such a young age. When, what age was that? I don't know, probably nine or 10 or 11. I'm a lonely girl coming from East and West. Who am I for? Yeah, I wonder what I was going through. Well, yeah. had a good and beautiful voice. Hey, I don't know about that, but if I if I if I continued singing right from time, I probably would be an amazing singer. So you've tried everything from singing, dancing. I have. When did you fall in love with spoken words? I did in 2014, thereabout. That's when I decided to attend a class and I was like, hmm, I like this. It wasn't a mainstream and popular thing to do, but I knew that I enjoyed this for what it was. Yeah. So at eleven you were trying to sing. Are you yeah. the oldest child or do you have siblings? I have an older brother. Um, but I wasn't just I yeah, I, I would say I was shuffling singing, but I was mostly dancing. I was in the dance group at church. I used to take dancing like it was it was a very thing that I breathed in. And that was what I loved doing at the time. Do you still dance? 
to be honest if you catch some of my videos i dance here and there but i am not as great as i used to be yeah and i used to keep pop pop and lock like everything contemporary if you want me to raise my leg above like i used to do ever i really enjoy dancing i know it's hard to imagine oh, but i still have the moves low-key but to do the 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 crazy steps no not really not anymore okay so what skills did you go to hey it's I, I went to a number of schools actually growing up but the school i finished from is not the most popular school but it's called starways college starways college where's that it's at aja aja so you grew up in aja that's yes, what i'm I trying to get in, i grew up in aja uh, right from time yes i've always lived in aja do you still stay in aja no i don't stay in aja anymore so how did aja influence your craft that's just what i'm trying to get at to be honest, Aja had zero to no influence, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, like, then I didn't even really know much about spoken words. So I just lived there. But it, my my environment, the only, the only, the, my environment only affected me based on its proximity. And I would call that family. Neighbors even really influence me as much. My environment barely did. So I just call, say, like my family, the people that I live with. Yeah, they, they were the only ones that influenced me. Yeah. So they're the ones that influenced your crafts you did? Like the people you call family? A number of things influenced Influence your my crafts. crafts. Now, but yeah, but the in, the beginning, closest, in the beginning, the people that are closest to me and matter more to me, they highly influence this work that I do. Okay. When was the first time you, like, genuinely, you know, like, I think I can take this to the max? I never, and I think that's the thing with starting out something. You never really have the full picture. Because then I was just a young child. I just knew that I liked doing it. I didn't have the full picture and the entire picture. Like, oh, I wanted to go. My dream was never to go global. I was never able to make money. It was just to do it because I just enjoyed it. So it was it's never really being the goal, like, oh, let's. But now, of course, I can know I have set out goals that I want. But back then, just like, let's just, it's just, I'm in my, I'm in my teenagers. Like, let's, I like it. Let me just go. Let's, I just they go, they go. How, Actually. How often do you, do you go to like train? Like, I saw one time that you wrote about the woman that trained you about. Yeah. So, so that's how, how often, I started off. How often do you like see her then? Um, so uh, I used to go to, ha I, I attend House on the Rock and in the teen church, we used to have like a spoken word class. And because I had seen someone do it, there was this girl that was so excellent at it. And I was like, okay, I would like to attend the class. And Atilola, Auntie Atilola, I still call her Auntie Atilola, she used to be my mentor. And it wasn't just me, it was a number of people because you sign up for the class, you pay like 2K or I can't remember how much it was. And I did it up until the um, last class, which was 12 weeks or thereabouts. And she was like, oh, I think like, like I believe in you and I think that you take this full scale. Like I really want you to go at it, that you're being serious, you've been dedicated. And I was like, okay, let's see. And like from there, like I just, I just started. So I'd say that spoken word encompasses poetry in itself. And as it is, spoken word is performance. That's what it is. It's meant to be performed on stage. It is bigger than you think because it involves your entire being. It involves your mind. It involves your mind just as much as it involves your gestures, just as much as it involves your words. And your words cannot just be busy because you're speaking to... So I do, I feel like I do spoken word a lot differently. I 
I'm speaking to human beings. I'm not speaking to archaic people or people of the old days. I want them to be able to relate with what I'm saying. So spoken word is relatable. It's speaking life into people. And how do you speak life into people? They need to understand the language that you speak. It's why I'll say the likes of Zlatan, Aramali, they speak the language of the people because they are streets. They... They, they, they speak the music of the street. And in Nigeria, you have to speak Nigeria. You can't be speaking French. You can't be speaking French in Nigeria. You have to speak the language of the people that they understand and that they can relate with. It's why even the likes of um, Zinoliski, like these little, these, these street guys, they, they carry sound because just as much as the street guys can relate to it, the, the wealthy and the people of class also can relate to the type of music that they do. So I think that they just speak the language of Nigeria and I try my best in my spoken word to do that. So I think I'm coining my own way of doing spoken word if I say so myself. Uh, yeah, talking about that, you, you always deliver a performance that is full of passion, like so much passion and so much emotion. How do you tap into that when you get on stage? So I'd say that I'm an entirely different being on stage. And I mean it by every word that it connotes. Because sometimes after my performances, I have to go back to them and I have to look at myself like diligently. Like, like I mean, I remember the feeling, like how I felt on stage, but I don't remember my gesture. So it's like, I watch it and I'm like, oh, like, why did I do that? But it's, it's in, I find it very interesting. And I feel like the very core to what I do is God. And I feel like he just expresses himself through me. Like whatever I'm talking about, like I don't care wherever I find myself Thing. I just know that it's not me. Do it's not exactly me doing all of those because I don't practice. I don't practice to move my legs. I don't. I promise you that I don't practice. So it comes just as natural as it is. And to be honest, the the depth to which it is 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 the purpose to which I've been called in God. So it just it just releases. Like sometimes I don't even remember, but I know what I do. I also try to manipulate my voice, which is like, and you connect better with people. You know when to be soft, you know when to be loud, you know when to be still. Like it's just so, to be honest, spoken word is so beautiful. I feel so like, I feel like I'm blushing, like I'm toasting myself. <laughs> but it's actually so exciting, to be honest. Uh, I, I like, I like the passion in your voice when you talk about your craft. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful to listen to. Yeah. Like, and it's beautiful to watch. So, uh, I mean, the beauty in existence has come with what you do like you've been able to you've been able to go to some certain type of places like irrespective of whatever life was before you started your craft irrespective of whatever your struggle was you've been able to experience some beauty in existence how has that not been able to change your craft like how have you remained diligent like oh this is what is more important than whatever is coming to be honest, I know that I've I've been to a lot of places by the girl. Like I'm thankful for the opportunities that I've been given. But one thing I'm sure of is what I do. And I try, although through seasons I evolve. And like I said earlier, I'm not the person I was like five years ago, especially with my as as it regards my craft. I know that I've evolved, but I've remained true to who I am. Like there's it's and that's like when you know who you are, like it's hard for people to move or change you because there's a core on your inside that can't be moved. Like you can try to tell me what to do, but as long as you believe in what you do, like there's no way anybody can move you or shift you or get you elsewhere. And I think that this is this is the purpose to which I've been called. Like I can't have any other life aside i don't see myself being a dancer i don't see myself being an entrepreneur maybe in the future but in this season of my life i believe strongly that like this is what i'm called to do and i i i, I love it so much and i tell myself wherever i go to like 
there's no room for fear there's no room for timidity because to be honest when i step on that stage i don't care if it's the governor i mean i, I respect that the governor is there the president is there but in that moment i'm center stage and the spotlight is on me and, and i believe that that's how everybody should think when you know what you do or what you're called for and when you're excelling in that i promise you that you're center stage you're the star in your own show and you make the rules in some sense like people don't get to make the rules for you because i promise you like especially with what i do there's so much power in it that when i step on the stage everybody is still like you're still like you i i, I control your entire attention and i love that with what i do and i think that for everybody in their respective fields like there's a power that you have that other people don't have and i think it's just to use that to your advantage so you, you spoke about the core of your being if, if, if I was to ask you in one word, what do you think is the core of your being? To be honest, the core of my being, it, it has to be God. If you know be God, Jesus, hey, it will be, it, it, it can't be anything else. I would, and I've seen, let me tell you, let me now even give you guys a secret to my life. I've seen this, there's something called divine alignment, which is so true. I started spoken word in the most weirdest way. I remember in 2014 or before then i wasn't in school like I, I, was, I was meant to be in secondary school but because i i, I stayed with my single mom so she wasn't able to afford fees the fees so i was in i was at home for two years if if people that know me are watching to be honest they will know that i've gone to that's why i say i've gone to a number of schools and for the for because i because we weren't able to pay the fees and it was at that time that i got interested in, it's so crazy like i was home i wasn't doing anything my mates were in school but i was interested in spoken and i started to, to attend the class and i took the class as seriously as i'll take my books if i were in school and it's just to see like i'm so thankful for god because okay what if i was in school would i have had time for spoken word like i mean i ended up going back to school of course <laughs> but like it's so insane like how that moment how that seemingly random moment changed my entire life the trajectory of your life it changed my entire life i would not even have believed if someone had told me that oh if you take this for because and I, like i said it was never about the money it was never about fame i didn't even know like who, nobody <laughs> some people watching it don't care about spoken word right now but like who knew like to be honest it has to be god the core of my being has to be god whether i like it or not uh, okay, I like that. I like that response. The, the core of my existence is God. Do you have like a favorite Bible verse? I have a lot of Bible verses, but I think that God speaks to me more in Isaiah when he said, um, I have sent a man for a far off land and um, something uh, to do my will. My purpose will stand and I'll do all that I please with you. It's to say that God can absolutely call anybody and anyone. Like you don't need to be the best person or the most good looking person. Like as long as you've been called by God, like you are effective you are powerful you are sufficient and you're right for the job i promise you like he makes he makes you perfect for what he has called you for yeah and glory be to god hallelujah <laughs> 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 all right so let's move forward like i like that do you think the money has taken away from the craft the money that it. i've received that's taken the away. money you've made from me like the money the fame do you think that's taken away from your craft hey money no fit <laughs> money no fit to be honest i don't okay. think i mean money has advanced me i can't lie that money hasn't had its perks 
but because i didn't start off because of money or because of fame you can't like what can you, it's like i'm already it's like i'm just chilling what do you want like you can't take anything away from someone who already knows who she is and money doesn't define me the fame doesn't define me but what i would say so money is hasn't money hasn't exactly it has of course it has advanced me and increased me and i'm giving me opportunities to do most of the things that i do but i think that one thing that has influenced me is the people so growing up, like I know that, like sometimes, let me be secret as well. I find I sort of find spoken word boring as well, and it depends on who is doing it. There are a few people that I find interesting, so I also try my best by degrees. So it could still be boring for some people, but I try my best to make it as enjoyable for people with re- with relatable characters that they can watch and say, "Oh, like to give you excitement." So that that has influenced me, like, but it mm, it has influenced me, but it's still who I am. If you know me very well, you know I have such a comical i'm i have such a comical nature i'm such a child to be honest and that influences my art so when i talk about the avengers and to put it enough, i don't watch the avengers <laughs> i don't watch football but if it's to talk about it research you have you have access to information and i do all of those and i find it very interesting like when i talk about it there's a line that i have that you have the resources in your hands advanced technology in your palms inside your head content full you have the code that can decode nigeria's malaria and typhoid you are the solution to nations. You play forward and you do it well like Rashford. You are a global arsenal. And I'm not talking Gabriel Martinelli. I want to believe you've scored more goals than Saka. You're legendary like JJ Okocha. You strike through like Assis Atoshwala. So, Bessel, so like literally all of this. So I don't watch who is... If, but I go to Nigeria like, oh, what does Rashford... And I know uh, I've been in crowds <laughs> where when I'm seeing that men are like, oh... <laughs> and I know it, 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 there's just so much joy in it, to be honest. There's so much joy Yeah, I mean, I could listen to you do your spoken words all day I'm and I'm going to enjoy it I'm and I'm glad. sure many people feel that way but okay let me uh, let, do you write your stuff that's one thing oh right? yeah I write all of my works yourself yes myself which do you enjoy most the writing or the performance so I'll say that I prefer performing because writing is a lot and I feel like if I could find someone that could write as excellently as I do like 90% of my problems will be sorted. And I mean that in in all sincerity. Because performing is just like my playground. Like, I'm just... Like, if you watch me, you know that, wow, this girl is having fun. Like, she's... But right, when it comes to writing, I'm like, okay, I have to think creatively. Like, people are expecting I be quick. Like, the 100% I be quick. Like, and some days, you can't... Oh, you won't always be 100. Like, all my best... I feel like I'm giving all my best lines. So And that's it, like, sort of like a fear. Like, okay, would I still be able to meet up sometimes? But I always outdo myself, and I hope you agree. To- uh, yeah, I agree to that. But I just want to talk on that. You said you said you feel like sometimes you're giving hundred percent. Have you ever had a writer blockage before? To be honest, I always do have that, and I and one of my fears, and this is another secret, but one of my fears is that my recent achievements would be my last achievement. It's weird for someone like me to think that, but and I don't know why I do, but it's always so scary, which is why, like when when good things or great things happen, I always try my best to live in the moment, enjoy every single bit of it. That's why I post die and I keep <laughs> memories. I take pictures because I and I'm just that's that's just my person. I take a lot of pictures. I go back to reflect on them sometimes and i just like to live in the moment for real yeah so you try not to take think too far and you try not to be too to be honest yes but i think that is also important to think ahead like okay what are the next steps like like even if okay if open doors don't come you have to be the one to go and 
jam those doors open like and like what are the things that i could do better like what are the opportunities that are open for me and to me so it's just it's just it's just now i know that okay like this year 2024 i'm trying my best to make moves i'm not waiting just sitting down waiting for moves to come I'm, i want to be the one to intentionally make those moves do you have any moves in the pipeline how would I reveal any secret? But I mean, a number of let's, things that let's, I'm working... Let's have something. I mean, people are expecting something. A number something. of things, but one of which is my own podcast. Yeah, so... Yeah, you, have um, a, you have a great voice. I hope that people would enjoy, like you guys will listen. Because me, I'll not be talking about uh, if a man, if a man, all those rubbish <laughs> that they always talk about. If that's what is, so I don't know, Nigerians, that's what they like to hear. But me, not be, maybe... Yeah, I mean, that brings me to like the question I've been looking to ask you. You do your own, like, spoken words was not popular when you were coming up. And how did you know, like, this thing is good, I'll be able to monetize this thing? Did you ever think, like, you'll be able to? To be honest, so because I said it was never about the money, I didn't really think that, oh, there'll be, it's come a time I'll be earning so much money, I'll be able to make so much money from what I do. But it only got to, like, the more you grow in your art, the more you see the value in it. And it's just like any profession. Like, you give you give value in exchange for money. Like, if I'm working nine to five, you best be paying me, and maybe even better. But in my art, I found that, okay, I don't even need to work in nine to five, and I can get... I can get money and in exchange for the value that I have, right? So I, it was up until I I, w- I was intentional with how I positioned myself. And when clients come at, at the moment now, and it's always a struggle. So for I always say for upcoming artists or whatever, do stuff for free. It's okay to do that. Like like put yourself out there because that's when people get to see you. Don't I don't think it's the wisest to just splash a huge amount on yourself. Like yes. This except yeah, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg or something like that. But like, I mean, if you're starting small, start small. That's okay. Enjoy the process. But it's a comedy. Like you, your own spirit will tell you that okay, it's time to upscale. It's time to do more. It's time to charge more. It's time because you're not just paying for that session or the. If I'm speaking for five minutes, you're not just paying for five minutes. You're paying for my time and years of experience that I've put into this art. Because if 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 I wasn't as excellent in what I do, you wouldn't be looking for me. In fact. You probably not even come near me. So it's just, so you just have to know who you are and position yourself in a way that you can earn with the talents that you do because your talent would earn you money. But it's not just about the money; it brings you respect and honor, and it, and not just about that. But you're also fulfilling a life's calling. And if you don't you don't need to start out with one thousand people. Just starting with one person. To me, that's it. And it's why in my recent piece I said to willingly create impact even if it's a crowd of one, like. I know, like, I wouldn't always have the ears of every single person in the room, but if it's just one person that is that is deeply needing of a word that I would say, then by all means, yes. There's, I mean, I've been speaking with you for like a couple of minutes. There's this aura about you. There's it's this confidence. Serious. Like, every time you speak, you feel like, even though it's one person that is listening, wow. I'm catching that person. Where does that come from? To be honest, I don't... <laughs> People always talk about, oh, wow, she's so confident, she's so confident. I think I am. And I think one thing that Spoken Word has helped me to do is build that confidence. Because I wasn't as confident from the get-go. Even my voice. If you listen to me five years ago, I don't want to hear myself. (laughs) But I feel like I've owned my craft. Like, I can step into a room and capture everyone's attention because i know who i am i've this this is years of experience and you can't take that away from me no matter what and i think it's also from my 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 belief as well who i am in god so even sometimes although i do get stage fright like if i'm about to go to like sometimes i'm like like oh my gosh but once i'm on that stage 
Forget to, it's another game entirely. Like, we're not there to play. Thank you. Since so you're talking about stage frights, what would you say have been your biggest stage up until now? My biggest stage so far, and it's such a pleasure to say it, but my biggest stage so far has been the experience, the 18th edition. <laughs> it's a stage like that because it, it gives me butterflies. Like, I'm just, it just it feels very nice. So, yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, how did you find out you're going to be on the stage? How what? How did you find out you're going to be on the stage? How did I find out? So the um, in 2022, I I had gone to I attend House on the Rock. So Pastor Paul had already said okay for I had ministered at the Christmas Carol and he watched it and he was like wow, joking, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh you're you're going to be at the experience next year. Um, that was, was 2022 December yeah. and I was okay when the day was approaching they hadn't reached out to me like almost a month to the experience I was like talk to God be the glory but when they sent me Hallelujah. a message I was like wow like like because it, it's so honoring like all of my life has led to this moment right here like and I'm, I'm such a baby. I'm still a young girl. And God is doing so many great things with me. And it's so honoring. Like, I can't overestimate how honoring it is. I felt so excited. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I could feel the excitement Thank in your Thank you. So, um, what did that stage give to you? I, I know all of us witnessed what you gave to the stage. But I'm, I want mm. to ask you, what did that stage give to you? To be honest, the stage currently is still opening doors. And it's, I'll put it like that, the simplest way. And it's also giving credibility to my name, right? Um, I've always had what it, but it just needed the right audience and the right people. Um, and the experience, of course, is dominated by Christians, but I don't all, I don't just do Christian content. I do both secular and Christian. I perform almost anywhere, not anywhere, but almost any and everywhere, yes. Yeah. So, since we're talking about gifts, I I know you are gifts to spoken words. I understand what you give to us. Then, what does it give to you as a person? Now, I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking mm. about yeah. every other thing. I'm talking about what it gives to your being. What does it give mm. to your being? So, as you can see, when I talk about spoken word, like spoken word excites me. Um, it makes me whole, and I mean this. It's like it's like this was the perfect match. You know, when you're fixing a puzzle and everything is put in place if i was doing anything else i don't think i'll be as fulfilled as i am spoken word to me is like an expression i found i found myself being so vulnerable with my art i've i've seen what it does to me like on stage like i'm another person on stage and i love it like i love the feeling so much so it really does complete me this is i can clearly say that i've been called to this and to be honest there's no better feeling I know better feeling than your passion making you money though. Yeah, the money part is great. I love it. <laughs> to be honest, it's the, it's the, the money is exciting too, to be honest. And I still emphasize, I was really never about that. But I mean, yeah, I've come to a I mean. stage where I, I earn enough to live my life. And to be honest, it's truly a gift. Like my gift is a gift. Because the gifts, they add different gifts on top. It's like 
people recognize you and when i say recognize i don't just mean in person like they recognize you for what you have and who you are like they honor you like you ah, people that you used to look up to when you were growing up now they just see you and oh i love you me i love you <laughs> don't love the me, love I is mutual as in the love is you know that meme with um lying and um, the audience the yoga yeah, so they're yeah. kneeling down that's what <laughs> like like it just like the money the everything like i'm being gifted by people i love that gift part is the one that is very interesting to so me like you're going to call your gift a gift that keeps giving yes to be honest give giving and receiving too but even though the receiving is not but it's, it's interesting to know that your gift can make you a receiver as well like a receiver of people's love like i was someone somewhere just love me like you know you're not doing it someone <laughs> i saw someone recently she put my face on her phone like it's honoring but like you don't like just it's just like like how it's mind-blowing like i need it's because i never fathomed that it would get to this That's point fun. which is very very crazy and i'm so grateful for it and of course more to come more more establishment in the spoken word field more everything global like you probably have to call me again because and uh, you have to call me again because it would have gotten to some heights that would require the recognition and i don't say this out of pride but with all humility and hope for the future yeah i like it like i like when we project with all humility and at the same time we know who we are because it's very important because in a world where you don't take direction of your narrative people will take Ah, direction for you so with all humility i like to take direction of my own narrative i like to stay in my power i like to feel like i can do it if i say i'm going to do it so on a personal note what do you intend to leave with spoken word and in terms of legacy what do you intend to leave like when when i want one i be quick would be a household name two when people hear of my name and no it's not even just about the name but the words is that impact so when people think of me they don't just even think spoken word because i've had someone in my comment say oh what did you do at the experience or what do you even do because they don't know whether to call it spoken word preaching they don't know what to target as it is spoken word but it will be much more than that it will be something that causes revival and impact so i want to leave that le- legacy that oh ivy quick came and she made impact she created an atmosphere where other spoken word artists could come and say yes this is what i want to be not that this is a side or is a hobby it's, it's it's my profession it's who i am i'm willing to give life to people just as much as these words give me life wow that's 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 powerful thank you for sharing that with us um so now i like to like ask this and i don't know like if you if you have to choose between dabbling into something else because i had i i actually followed all your audition when you kick him a run out back I, I was seeing everything back to back back to back and someone like i think it was in Yedo when she was saying i love you and she said she thinks you can be everything you want to be you can be an actor you can be a singer you can be a rapper i mean that's the way she puts it and i feel like it made a lot of sense to me why she was saying that because i could really see where she was coming from every time you're on stage even when i watched the whole thing you did at the experience you said it yourself. It looked like you were preaching. At some point, it looked like you were singing. At some point, it looked like it felt like spoken words. So, have you ever thought about dabbling into something else apart from spoken words? To be honest, I'm open to different opportunities. I don't like to box myself up because I feel like I'm a multifaceted being and like I'm so versatile. Like there's so much on the inside that I can give. 
right but i think it's now me putting in the effort to actually go for those things like you know when you put your mind to something like you can absolutely achieve it as long as you have focus like that's your focus but i think my focus for me for the past couple of years is was just being spoken word but i think this year i'm open to putting myself out there and actually actually just touching the waters of different fields and different things of course like i feel like i'll rock absolutely anything and anything it doesn't take away from the fact that i'm still a spoken word artist yeah yeah, it doesn't take it doesn't yeah. take away anything from you, yeah. whatever you decide yeah. to do. Because yeah. I feel like you're amazing. So you have a song you featured on? Yes. As a spoken word artist. Yes. I have a number though. So it depends on which one you're speaking on. Okay. You how many do you have? I can't count because I don't as much but I don't you, always but you never sing the one that's where I'm trying to get no to. I don't what? I haven't why haven't I to be honest do I sing I don't know if I sing let's but you just I'll don't, go, I'll go you and just, sing now they'll come on live this stage <laughs> hey Jesus people are so but like no it's not even that's not even the but in the middle of this podcast you just dropped line for us really the studio right? no and I was not singing now but I can I can, maybe I can sing what song do you want me to sing <laughs> maybe this is where my first track will come from what what's what what song do you enjoy singing the most? <laughs> what what genre do you fuck with the most? To be honest, I don't any song. I listen to different types of songs. I listen to gospel, rap, favorite, rap okay, like okay, NF. Okay, is is your favorite gospel artist? Who's your favorite? Ah, my favorite gospel artist. They are Nigerians and Endless Ocean, but there's Maverick City as well. You wouldn't. They are very cool people, to be honest. Who's also my favorite gospel? To be honest, I have a lot. So sing if uh, if I ask you to sing a song, what we like naturally go to? Oh, there's a song that I learned in them. There's one <laughs> movie like this. Jesus, should I sing it? <laughs> Give it a good one. <laughs> you can stop an avalanche as it races to the sea. You could try to stop the seasons, but you know you never will. Uh-huh. You sing, you sing so well now. Like, hey, please, even me, I know. No, no, no. The possibilities <laughs> are endless. That's your voice without without mm. anything. I can I'll see my like I can that. see my director blushing for you as you are singing. Legit. Well, I'm flattered. <laughs> Thank you. So it's not only me. Thank I think you, you sing well. So mm. okay, I think. I've I've learned a lot about your person, like, and that's what this is about. It talks about wow. the people I bring on. I want to, I want people to see them for like the core of their being. It's wow. not just. You know, we saw you on stage, and that's that's you sharing your gift with us. So now is you trying to share your humanity with us. I oh, want people to share their humanity with people too. I'm, I'm glad I did. Because bottom line of everything, I feel like we are whole humans before we are everything else. Yeah, 100%. So, and so I have like a conversation card here with me today. Like these are questions that have been asked by some of the greatest minds alive. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm in my right to say that. So you are just going to pick a card for me. I'm going to pass this to you. Pick a card for me and I'll read you the question. But you're not allowed to look at the cards. Okay. Okay, right. thank you. So I just show. Just, yeah, just, okay. pick, just pick anyone you okay. like. I'll just read you the question. <sighs> wow. This is interesting. It said, we're where were you when you felt most vulnerable and why that's so deep now <laughs> where was i when i felt my most vulnerable and why yes
Okay, the one that's coming to my mind is when I was in my car recently, like some weeks back, and I had gone to my spiritual father's house for a topical, so to talk about something. And he just said, he asked how I was feeling about the situation, and I was like, mm, I'm okay. He was like, he was like, I mean, don't be, don't be hard. Basically, just don't be a hard girl. Like, allow yourself to feel your emotions. So thought, okay, now. I went to my <laughs> car. I was driving back, and I started to cry like a baby, like a, like a baby. And why was because I think my heart, not I think, but my heart was just really hurting, and I don't allow myself to feel my emotions as much as I should. What? So that was the I don't know to be honest. I just I. I live my life. I don't like to dwell on hurts or pain, but it's also good to address emotions like that. And I never let myself do that. It's like, I just had guy, had guy, had guy. Do you think that comes with where you are now? Like, do it. To be honest, I'll say so because some people have heard of my story, like my deep, deep story. And they've seen, they've like, now I see why you do what you do. And like, they see why the expression is there, why there's so much depth in what I do. And I think there's so much in me. There's so much of a child in me that just, they're just looking to be let out and it's, it's only coming out in this adulthood and yeah i think that that's that's the the vulnerability in me and the childlikeness in me and my my housing a lot of emotions comes with my craft as well so it expresses itself in that way so when you when you tell me like people that know your deep deep story what's the deep story <laughs> 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 To be honest, I don't know if there's any deep story per se. Like, everybody just goes through life. Like, everybody has encounters in life in which, like, they they carry hurts into their adulthood. And I think that's a little of what I did, right? Yeah, I feel like I understand where that's coming from. You mentioned earlier that you grew up with a single mom. Mm-hmm. How, did that, how did that affect where you are? If you look back at it. To be honest, if I if I can speak for myself, it it doesn't really affect me as much because I've resolved a lot with that. But growing up without a father, of course, is not the easiest. It's not the easiest. For a girl child. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but I've come to reconciliation with him. And but the past is still the past. Like it's still you just have a trickle of it in your future. But but I've I've really done a lot of healing from that. So to be honest, at the moment I thank God that I'm I'm healed to the extent that it doesn't affect me as much. But yeah. So you feel like you're in a powerful place? Oh, I'm in an extremely powerful place. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. I'll be I am. quick, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if let's say like let's try and project forward let's say five years down the line if you're talking to Ibi quick what will success look like to you i don't mean to other people i mean to you what will success look like to you i like that question like success to me would be like a global impact like it wouldn't just be nigeria it would be people like it's be people coming into because if you if you listen to most of my works it speaks to identity identity of people It'd be people coming into identity of who they really are. Like like you'd see like nationwide international impact. Like like people would love spoken word for what it is. People would want to know more about themselves because of me. People would ask about this type of confidence. Like people would just there would just be so much impact. Like people would be like, wow, I feel this way when I hear you. I'm relieved when I hear you. Yes, I see, I see that would be success to me, creating a, a global impact that every my presence would be felt around the world yeah so 
that's cheers to global impact yep i wish you all the best in creating Thank that you. i hope you get everything you're working out for and more so, so this is where we're going to go out with if what's one advice you wished you got eight years ago when you were about to go on this journey one simple advice if you wish you get you got eight years ago to be honest like portable said 99 advice has only one helper so i'd have wished to have gotten a helper like just <laughs> to be honest that's the simple truth like i don't need an advice i like the journey i like the process that i went through like that helped me to become who yeah. i am but if i had people that that didn't just i didn't even have a lot of advice that so you go get now now people want advice key you use advice finish you <laughs> but if i had people who had helped me then like literally helped me mentor me i had i had a few don't get me wrong but people who also funded the stuff that i do that would have been very 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 amazing yeah so yeah no advice no advice just help success has many helper but i mean struggle has no friend to be honest and and i can i don't hold people in contempt for that because it's now that people want to be associated and want to not help not even help still advice which is the sad <laughs> stuff like please don't advise me when i needed advice you know the potter was such a philosopher please but yeah um yeah suffering um success has a lot of helpers yeah and i would have that now to be honest but then i think i'd have just needed help right help. rather than advice so sing- your single advice is get help Yes, if you can, and and okay, what I would then say to people is that find people that could help you, not necessarily advise you, but help you in in helping you navigate where to go, what to do, give you. And they feel just putting some one or two advice, but people that actually do help you. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when you talk about help that way, when you want people to navigate your journey See, for it's you, one thing to I don't advise. think I don't think. Wait, let's 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 go. Easy. I don't think there's anybody that have done this the way you are doing it. Hmm. So. Hmm. Do you think there was somebody you could really go, get and practical why, advice from? To be honest, maybe. Maybe yes. Because I did still get some advice and I got some mentoring. But I feel like if I had had people... And I like that. And that's why I mentioned, like, I wouldn't change anything because I like the process that I went through. Like, the process is what makes me. But I would have really liked help in terms of, like... Because there are people, like... I'm now having to relearn some stuff. I'm now having to seek information from various sources. Things that I should have been doing years back. Because I had people to navigate me. Oh, you can do this. You can do that. But now I'm having to seek that for myself because I've grown in my own capacity and I know what I want. And I know what would help me. But yeah, I feel like there are people that would have just done that for me. They were, but yeah. Right. Thank you for that. And I mean, this has been this has been a blessing to me because when I see people that are confident in the being of their existence, it makes me remember like everything I promised myself is not a delusion. If I can stay confident on my own journey, it leads to beautiful places like yours. And thank you for ah. doing this with me. I appreciate it. Wow, you're such a poet. It's Shakespeare, I swear. So this is a testament that God is God. And there is nothing Juju can do. His blood speaks better things than that of Abel. We stand gallant because our senior man is Abel. He who speaks to mountains and they move. And to dead dreams, he says, Talisa come. We ask for mercy, but on top Calvary, mercy fall. He who is merciful and good. See, this is a testament that Jehovah is always good. good. Yeah. Thank you. If you are new on this channel and if you are returning, thank you for sticking with us. It means everything. Help us like, subscribe, and share. Do it. We promise you more stories that matter told by the people themselves.
always going to goodbye you And it is going to goodbye you And the real world to goodbye you So, so, me. Mm.